Hello and welcome to Literary Merit, the show where we tell you what media has value. Spoiler alert, it's all of it. Also, spoiler alert, we will be discussing spoilers as usual, so here is your warning. I'm Ashley. And I'm Alex. And today we have a very special guest. My best friend Allie is here with us. Hello. Um, who went to Western with both Ashley and I. Mm-hmm. Woohoo! I don't think we <laughs> ever crossed paths at any point, though. No, unfortunately, which, which happens. There were a lot of us. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, Alex and I only had one class together ever, I think. So, you know. Alex. Yeah, no. One time. Oh, yeah, yeah one time. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no, it's rare. <laughs> so, um, I don't know you, and neither do our listeners. <laughs> do you want to introduce um, yourself? Yeah, hi. So, yeah, I went to Western, and it was a good time. Um, I studied marine science, and so right now I'm actually living in Chile. I'm in this really tiny coastal town, and it's been really wonderful. Um, I've been there for the last 10 months, and I'm back in the States just for like a month and a half because I have a couple people in my life that are getting married, uh, which is super exciting. And, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of my most recent news. Um, what was your uh, major? I did, let's see, environmental science with a marine ecology emphasis. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was really cool. And it was nice because it's a really flexible major. So I got to kind of like straddle biology and environmental science and I got to take all the classes. It was really cool. <laughs> yeah, so I liked it. That's cool. So, so you're just... Sciences, uh... it took forever. <laughs> yeah, it took me like five years. <laughs> it was bad. But, you know, I liked Bellingham, so it worked out. <laughs> Bellingham's I. Uh, so yes. are you just uh, in town visiting? or? Yeah, so right now um, we are at my aunt's house. We're in Tigard, Oregon. And mm, so I'm going to see the family. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, so you're actually like closer to me than ever right now, Alex. Yep. <laughs> you're down in my neck of the woods. Well, well since we started the podcast, at least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, normally we're recording across state lines, but... Yeah, that's so cool. We are in my neighborhood. <laughs> Here we go. Well, cool. Well, uh, what have you been up to, Alex? Oh, my God. So I just moved. Um, yeah. I have been living with my parents for the last three years after college, which is sad, but it's a reality that most people face. Yo. Um, so I just moved in <laughs> with my sister, and that's been great. I have a lot of a lot more room, and I'm excited. Yeah, that's cool. So that you've just been busy with that? Mostly that, yeah. I don't, I don't, nothing, nothing new on the writing front still. Yeah, waiting, that's... Waiting for that next draft. Just waiting. <laughs> what have you been up to? Uh, well, Sunday was William's birthday, and uh-huh. um, we went and did an escape room. Ooh, what's what was that? the name? What was the name? Oh, okay. First, I describe to Allie what that is. She's been <laughs> out of the country for a year. I don't know what popular oh. things are anymore. <laughs> That's so cool. Escape rooms exciting. are so much fun. So we actually did one for his birthday last year as well. Uh, basically, it's like a big puzzle game. Like, it's always got, like, a theme. There's some kind of a story or something. But, like, you go to a place and you're, like, locked in this room and you have to, like, find clues and solve puzzles in order to get out. Oh um, my goodness. <laughs> it's so much fun. So the one we did last year was Pirates. It was like you're locked in Blackbeard's brig and you have to escape. Uh, but this one was even better. So the conceit was uh, that 
there's this it takes place 50 years after the death of Edgar Allan Poe and there's oh. this author I know this is like big story around this one there's this author she's very mysterious and reclusive but she claims to be the reincarnation of Edgar Allan Poe oh. and it's you know she's sort of nearing the end of her life and she has invited a group of reporters the game players to come and interview her in her home but when you arrive mm. You find that she is not there, and you are locked in. Oh! <laughs> and it's oh really God. spooky and fun. It's all dark in there. They ha they give you like lanterns, like old fashioned. Stuff. I mean, they're actually electric, they're tiny. but they look they're like old timey, tiny. like kerosene lamps. Oh! And wow. you, so it's like all dark in there, and you have to like look around and find clues and like solve puzzles and read letters, what? and <laughs> it is so much fun. It and we like won. Come back. It's, we can go to one. Can we please? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, it's really fun. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and and this one has a twenty two percent success rate, and we Whoa. beat it. And you beat it. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, yeah, that's it's so cool. So yeah, much fun. Yeah, the oh, the pirate one I did was at Van Mall. It's a relatively um, new sort of. Thing, I guess, like the last five years. Yeah, they really just sprung out. up like okay. last year. I haven't done that long. I don't even look. Yeah, but still, that's so cool. Yeah, it's so, so, so much fun. Yeah, the, this one that we did was in Salem. Um, and actually, they've got another one there that's like you're trying to like discover who a serial killer is. Um, Ooh, that I'm trying to talk to my brother. Right, yeah. I want my brother to do that for his birthday in October. So. Ooh, that would be so fun. Yeah, I love them. So, yeah, that was pretty great. <laughs> yeah, that's, like, the best way to celebrate a birthday. <laughs> yeah, that, Ooh. Sure that was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. But, yeah, so that's that's the most sort of exciting thing that's happened to me. I got new glasses. Ooh. <laughs> Actually, you know what? They're really cool, though. Because they have, they it's, like, they're regular glasses, but they've got, like, a sunglasses that magnets onto the front. Oh yeah, oh, my dad has some those. Of those. So yeah, cool. that's really I nice, love them. I have to wear, I have to wear sunglasses <laughs> over my glasses. Mm -hmm. Oof, yeah, no, it's like the perfect solution for me. I love it so much. Yeah, but it's I'm, so I'm, much I'm, better. <laughs> I just got them today, and like, it's I'm going through that weird like vertigo phase where you have new glasses, oh, you feel goodness. like the world looks all weird, like you're a million <laughs> feet tall, and you're like, ah. My my pair, my pair before the the pair that I have now. Um, I got them at Costco, and they're like the big sort of like uh, the really big frames that look sort of like geeky and like mm -hmm. hipstery at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you guys want to see what his glasses look like, look at our logo. <laughs> <laughs> those are the. There's those the one, the, the logo that has us, our faces on it. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> those are those ones, I think. I, um, but um, when when they first gave them to me, the lens was misaligned. Oh no. <gasps> so I was like. I basically had vertigo for a week until oh, they fixed it. Terrible. It was it was so strange. <laughs> like a living thought, punk. Well, because because normal glasses you do take a little while to get used to, mm -hmm. but these I wasn't getting used to, and so I was like, "There's got to be something wrong." Yeah. yeah. Um, so luckily they fixed it though, but it it, it can be really disorienting at first. <laughs> it is really. It's terrifying. I was yeah, I just had a really random thought. 
that yeah. if we ever get like a sponsor, we should totally get like Warby Parker to sponsor. Ooh. Yeah, Warby Parker yes. sponsors everybody. Like every podcast I have ever listened to is sponsored by Warby Parker. Right, and I have so, Warby Parker glasses on. So. Done. Well, there you go. Maybe Sunday we yeah. can dream. Maybe we'll Some, be one of those big fancy. Yeah, one of those right. big fancy podcasts sponsored by Nature Box and and yeah. HelloFresh and Body and... Potty. Body Potty, that would be prime. <laughs> yeah, and, Mod yeah. Cloth and Pro Flowers, yes. all of those guys sponsor everyone. Audible.com. Audible. We have no sponsors. We have no sponsors. We have no sponsors. <laughs> we have only enthusiasm. It's <laughs> <laughs> the most important thing. Sponsorship would be nice though. Yeah, <laughs> it never hurts. It's four, never a bad thing. Four consistent viewers would be nice. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well, maybe we should get around to our topic. Uh, so, those of you out there who may have listened to a previous episode, if if you have listened to a previous <laughs> episode, <laughs> uh, may have noticed our little sign off is no guilty pleasures. Uh, and I don't know if that makes any sense to anybody, so I want to kind of explain it. Uh, basically, our thesis is, like, don't don't be embarrassed about what you like. Everything is worthwhile. There's merit to everything. Like, that's kind of our whole jam up here. That's why we're called Literary Merit. Uh, but we thought we should sort of air things out, especially since we spent our first episode, like, talking about stuff we don't like. <laughs> <laughs> we should probably sort of open our closets and show yeah. the world the embarrassing stuff that we're into because yeah. we don't think anybody should feel uncomfortable or ashamed about the things that they like, however nerdy or weird or trashy they might be. Yeah, <laughs> which I love that. I mean, that took well, me and, forever. And even, even if... Even if there's, like, a ton of negative stuff surrounding a show, like, you can learn from it. Exactly. Yeah, there's always something. Problematic faves. Exactly. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. And be like, okay, but, I can still enjoy this, but, but I'm, why is I'm, it problematic? Why is yeah, it problematic? Exactly. exactly. Totally. Totally. Well, um, where do you guys want to begin? Does anyone want to just chuck something out there? Just be the I'm first to take the plunge? So... <laughs> I have a weird love of, like, scientific reality shows. Which I fully support. So, oh, what, like, Ancient Aliens or something? Like, what are you talking about? That is about? definitely on my list, Ancient Aliens. <laughs> as well as, like, River Monsters on Animal Planet. Oh, my. Um, and there's, there's some really weird ones, too. Like, I think it's either History or some other really obscure scientific channel has, like, a hunting... Um, cryptids show where okay like wait that sounds like something cryptids. I gotta get <laughs> right <laughs> and it's like so fake and they like it's it's totally fake but it's 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 basically like um, Laguna Beach of hunting Bigfoot oh <laughs> I need that in my life <laughs> but, but, but with hillbillies even better it's like yes oh, I don't know what that good. one's called but yeah. but. The, those exist and they're amazing. Um, but River Monsters is probably my biggest one. I don't know the guy who. His name's in the title. Oh, I have no idea. Yeah. But um, he's just, I don't know, British and. It's like literally all you need in a well, TV yeah, series. And British yeah. dude and River Monsters <laughs> die. And, and, and he just goes around the world and like follows up on rumors of these like 
fish or alligators or whatever live in fresh water, usually fresh water, um, that have like hurt or like bitten people or attacked people. And it's just him trying to catch it on a fishing rod. And it's really intense sometimes. What? He's just fishing for cryptids? <laughs> Basically, I mean, this one's a little more realistic because most of them aren't, like, mythical. Um, some of them They're do just have, like, like, there's something oh, weird yeah. in the water. What is yeah, it? Yeah, a big barracuda I mean, or something. Yeah, exactly. Some of, some of them are um, more uh, mythical. Like, I'm sure, I think he did, he probably did a Loch Ness one. I was going to say, like, um, I'm catching you can't Nessie with a, with a fishing rod. Like, <laughs> with, look at that. With a net. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. But yeah, so, so he, that that show, I think it's uh, finished now. But I'm, you can, they always play reruns. Um, it's just like good. I think I've never watched it. It's it's perfect for when you want something going on in the background while you're doing something else. Oh, that's my favorite kind of thing. Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> that's what SpongeBob was for me in high school. Like, oh, I just play SpongeBob over and over. I try that, and I just end up getting way too involved in it. Just <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have a few of the early season box sets of Spongebob, and I definitely watched those pretty religiously for a while. Same. I had the ripped my pants season. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, the songs are so catchy. And I may know every cool. word to that song. Yes! <laughs> it's so good! They got, like, a pro band to do it. It's like, oh. Yeah. You know, you I don't know. Do you think Spongebob would classify as a guilty pleasure? Totally. It definitely could. I, I have no I, but it's but. <laughs> but it's just like, well, that's the thing that's really been hard for me coming up with a list for myself because it's been so long since I've felt any shame. Right, exactly. <laughs> I don't even know what a guilty pleasure is anymore. I know. I don't, like, I don't care anymore. Well, okay, no, I think I still have some few things. But, and it's completely, <laughs> it's hard because it's, up to yeah, every experience in your life, and every person thinks that different things are embarrassing. So it's like, yeah, I, I just don't know what to even. But... I, I, yeah, I sort of like... looked at mine through like a cultural lens. Like, yes, yeah. What do people look down upon generally? Yeah, something that you maybe like you love and you're not afraid to love, but like maybe you would be selective about who you would tell that you yeah. love. That thing. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well what about Bob. you, Allie? Oh, yeah. Ooh, like a good example. Ooh. Um, so this was pretty recent. Um, I'm going to switch over to the music world. Um, <laughs> for the longest time, I'm not even sure where it came from. Maybe it was just the fact that she had like her Disney Channel show. And so I, I don't know. But I thought like if I would be interested in Miley Cyrus, that was something to be embarrassed by. And so mm. for the longest time, I just ignored everything. And then I heard, what was it? Can't be tamed, which is like, <laughs> still kind of a, kind of an embarrassing thing. But I love that song. And then I got really into some of her stuff. And then she's just so like outrageous. I wasn't sure how I should feel about it. And <laughs> but I don't know. Some of her songs are really catchy. And like that for new sure. the new Harry Styles song. Like I didn't realize that it was his. And I was sitting there listening to it, and I thought I'd heard it before. And then we did that thing. I don't remember what the Shazam. Shazam, one of those things where you like, you know, you hold your phone up and it figures out the song. And it was Harry Styles, and I was like, no, like why? (laughs) But yeah, it's it's been a long time. Well, I think it it can be really tough, uh, especially with uh, boy band members, boy bands or or Disney stars. Now that we're not like twelve, seeing them grow up and really changing both in musically and politically. Like yeah. Miley has become super political. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, she has her yeah. um, 
Happy Hippie Foundation. Yeah. And she does a lot of uh, work with, I think it's a lot of stuff with uh, uh, LGBT homeless youth. Yeah, which is really cool. Yes, she, that's what the, yeah. Yeah, okay, I forget, Alex. Have I told you about my my theory on Miley Cyrus and her whole, like, personality shift there? I don't think you have. Okay, because it's definitely a really nerdy thing that I have to tell you about. It's probably yeah. going to be, uh, you know, in a bonus episode or something, because I don't know that this needs to stay in the episode proper. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I liken what she did there between, because there was the VMAs where she danced yeah. with Robin Thicke, and then uh, the yeah. next year she had a homeless young man accept her award for her. Um, and, it, oh, and it was like cool. just this radical shift one year to the next. Mm-hmm. And I liken it to Shakespeare's Henry the Fourth, Part One, <laughs> in which Prince Hal has had had this plan where he's just like a total like ne'er do well like jerk face guy, so that when he turns his act around and becomes a really great king, it's all the more impressive. I believe that Miley Cyrus was acting like a crazy head so that when she went serious, people would be super impressed by her. <laughs> That's genius because it works. <laughs> and, and, and it also completely yeah. distracts people from her Disney past. No, exactly, because it completely cuts her off from Hannah Montana. Yeah, like, she's, she's had like a, a metamorphosis. Oh, my yeah. God. So oh. she's, pull, she's pulling a Prince Hal there, I think. That's beautiful. I like almost, that. almost still remaining relevant and popular. Yeah. <laughs> she might be, I don't even know, like Shakespeare. A genius. Yeah, she might be Shakespeare. Yeah, she I is Shakespeare reincarnate. <laughs> you saw it here, folks. Saw it here first. We called it. Does that, does that mean uh, Liam Hemsworth is Anne Hathaway? The original, the original, yeah. <laughs> the original, yeah. Not like but no, I like that because they've got that sort of rocky, troubled relationship, and, and probably it's not going to hold up. Shakespeare <laughs> was queer, Miley's queer, and I just really like thinking yeah. of Liam Hemsworth as Anne Hathaway. That's great. Um, <laughs> delightful. I think it all. I think it all works out. I believe that it tracks. So we've done Yeah, it. I think the theory checks. Next episode will definitely be about conspiracy theories. <laughs> That's oh, not a bad oh. idea. Let's put that one in the back pocket. Oh, that would be uh, fun. And then we can talk about Asian aliens uh, even more then. Oh, yes. There we go. <laughs> Just rip that one right open. That show is all about yeah. conspiracy theories. Yeah, no, I've got some good, like, serial killer conspiracy theories, so I'm all down for that Ooh. one. <laughs> Ready, done. Uh, I guess it's probably my turn. Uh, mm. So, Alex, you were saying how you were trying to sort of think of it from, like, an outside perspective. Like, what would other people think yeah. is weird about you? I went back and I started thinking about the stuff that I love still because I loved it as a kid. Oh, which I can are. now see oh. is not of great quality, <laughs> but I just I just love it anyway. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So I just the other day rewatched. Um, did either of you watch the uh, 1998 Warner Brothers animated film Quest for Camelot? Oh, yeah. oh, Ashley! Oh man, <laughs> that is one of my favorite movies. But when you show it to people who've never seen it, they hate it. It's not very good. I mean, it's great, but, but it's also bad. <laughs> I know. This is like my life struggle. 
I mean, like, oh okay, God. it's got Carrie Elwes. It's yeah, got right? uh, Gary Oldman. Like, yeah, it's the villain. It's like, what else do you need in a children's movie? You're done. <laughs> but Wait, I mean, is I that did still just one of the ones by that one. Uh, actually, I think he's mm. probably dead by then. Oh my gosh, there's. Sorry. Oh no, it's not Bluth. It was okay. Warner Brothers. Okay, okay. And there's an Andrea uh, Bocelli Celine Dion song in it, so I mean, I, I feel like yeah, it was top yes, production the, quality. <laughs> the Prayer. I love the that. The Prayer, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh my gosh. Yeah, uh, Josh Groban the, did a version of that song. Oh. <laughs> the best way you That's another guilty pleasure of mine. There Just as a side note, that's Josh fair. Groban, total guilty pleasure. Yes. 100% guilty pleasure yeah, territory. That's right. <laughs> But no, I mean, because, okay, so I watched it the other day. I rewatched Christopher Kemp. I, it's not, I will not say it is the first time I've rewatched it since childhood. It is absolutely oh, no. not the first time yeah. I've rewatched it since childhood. <laughs> Excellent, good. But I did sit down with a somewhat critical eye the other day. I actually watched <laughs> it with my dad's girlfriend's 10 year old daughter. Okay. And the funny thing is, I was like, okay, I love this movie. Like, the animation's not great, but I just still really like it. And I think the music's a lot of fun. And she watched it and she was like, I think the animation's really good. I think it's too. I actually do too. Yeah. It's very bold. I mean, I love the art design in it, I love the character design in it. The actual animation is pretty poor quality like it's okay. really, yeah, really janky sometimes yeah it almost lags a little bit and you're like wait yeah it's <laughs> laggy and weird and things change size it's not consistent like yeah. it's not it's not good quality animation well, but it, it's it, just yeah, so it's charming consistent with warner brothers animation yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's got i mean oh, and I the most it. hilariously fun late 90s pop music in it Garrett's yes. song "I Stand Alone." That's like oh, my so that's good. my jam. <laughs> it's so inspiring. I like sing it when I'm out in the woods by myself. I'm like, I can do <laughs> this. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I've found a kindred spirit. Oh yes, this is so great. <laughs> so no, weird. I love them. Wait, did you ever play the computer game? No, there was a computer game. <laughs> yeah, oh. it's so good. It was, I can't, I think it was called like Dragon Games or something. Oh, wow. Um, it was just a bunch of mini games, but the best one was like you raise a dragon from an egg. <gasps> and it's like, it's like as the dragon like ages up, you'll have to like give it different things to care for it. And it like, you'd just keep up with, it's so fun. Like, oh, that's I played so it fun. so much. <laughs> oh, I, love I had, that. I had the like Barbie dolls of those characters. I loved that movie so much. As oh, a that's child. fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. Do you guys have any other things like that you just love because you loved them when you were a kid? Oh yeah, prime example is the movie Labyrinth. Um and honestly Wait, anything. Wait, but that one's Jim actually Henson. good though. That okay, one's actually you. good though. Thank you. But like it's hard unless you find people who I don't know, I I would consider myself fairly odd, so I I feel like I can say this. But you know, if unless you find weird people when they watch it with you currently and they didn't see it as a child, they hate it. They're like why are David David Bowie's pants so tight? And like, because he's what David are these Bowie, puppets? and that's what everyone wants. Thank you. <laughs> that's what I always say. And they're just Nobody like, no, that doesn't was so want weird. that. Even if you think you don't, even if you say you don't, you're you really do. You do. You're just lying. <laughs> exactly. And why lie? That's something everyone can appreciate somewhere in their oh heart. Oh my god, I know! And then there's like little baby, um, what's her face? Um, Jennifer, uh... Oh, Connelly. Jennifer, Jennifer Connelly. Jennifer Connelly! She's so she's, cute! She's like 15! She's so cute. 
And she's uh, really bad, but she's yeah. scenario Yeah, she's so bad. I would say she's probably the worst part of the movie, and it's not necessarily like her acting either. I no, it's kind of the characters. Her piss poor attitude. Her piss poor attitude. <laughs> yeah, she she had the deck stacked against her. That's how. Yeah, I for sure. sure. She really did. Well, I mean, she, uh, baby, she was mad. Yeah. Stolen, so she has to go rescue. Yeah, like, and she's oh, whining. Black you know? <laughs> And she's just an angsty teenager, which nobody likes to listen to them when they're you know having their little bouts. <laughs> It's not fair! Exactly! Yeah. Nothing's fair. I'm sorry. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Stop with the David Bowie impressions. <laughs> but yes, exactly. Alex. That one. Uh, what? Any any childhood things for you, Alex? Oh, I I didn't write me down. Um, oh, there must be some because... I'm thinking of like all the Don Bluth movies. Yeah, but again, like, I feel like those are actually legitimately good. Like, maybe it's something that's like, yeah, I'm a grown-up who likes cartoons. Yo, me, number one. But, like, they're of quality, you know? Like, I I feel like... If you rewatch Fern Gully... Okay, yeah, no, but that one's not Bluth, though. Well, but it's the same time period. Oh, it's so Yeah, yeah. Um, Tim Curry... Robin Robin Williams rapping. I mean, the, the songs are you know, the only saving grace of that movie because it really is kind of really bad. And it's I didn't ever yeah. see that movie as a kid. Like I saw it for the first time a couple of years ago, which is really? crazy. But the thing and then is, you were toxic love. Of, right? Oh, it's that song never. Well, it's it is. The though. thing is, though. <laughs> I mean, that song makes me super uncomfortable. <laughs> no, oh, no, I know. Horrible. I've had this conversation it's... with so many people. Like, I think oh. it's just Tim Curry. He's like a little too. Yeah, no, he's too know, much. He's too much Tim Curry. Not good for a kid's it movie. doesn't no. feel right. It's like this yeah. is a children's movie, Tim. You're not supposed to <laughs> do that. But the production that song is really great. Yeah, like the horns and yeah. Oh no, it's a it's a really great sequence, but it it like I it makes me really uncomfortable. <laughs> Oh, I can't do it. I can't. I can't. But no, I'm. I got it. I'm very. I'm. I'm very well versed in who made what animated film. Like I'm a really because... big nerd about that. No, that's I wonderful. Like, I have no idea. You guys were like Bluth, and I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, See, no, I, like, I know some yeah. of them, but I always forget like. Yeah, and... Don Bluth. He made like Land Before Time and All Dogs <sighs> Go to Heaven. Um, his last film oh. was Titan A.E. Um, I, I love that so movie! That's yeah, he did so Lena. I, I have it on DVD. I have it on VHS. Oh. <laughs> oh, good. Good. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you both. Um, you know, he did Anastasia. Nobody knows that he did Anastasia. He did Anastasia. He did Rap or Secret of yeah. Nim. Oh, Secret of Nim. Uh, Pebble and the Penguin. Yeah, he did a lot of really good ones. I don't know. Um, also, not Don Bluth, but penguin related. Scare yeah. the penguin. Scare the penguin? You lost me. Oh, I'm looking <laughs> you up. You lost us both. I went to. I was in. Um, what's it called? Daycare. And it was wholesome. <laughs> I, I went, so, so I Daycare was in is a, a, um, a private Christian school until second grade. <gasps> oh. I totally watched this movie. It's amazing. I remember this. Oh my gosh. It's, okay. The whole thing's on YouTube. Everybody alert. The whole film, the Scamper whole... the Penguin, is on YouTube. Are we sure, though? It's not like you get there and then it's like click to this website. Well, I don't want to use up all the internet just clicking it. Yeah, fair, fair. Okay. <laughs> Sidetrack. Okay, the like the box art looks... Amazing. 
The box art looks familiar to me, but I don't right? think I've ever seen this movie. Okay, I did not know this, but apparently it's a Russian film that was dubbed in English. Oh. <laughs> that makes sense. It, it all looks makes sense. weird. Okay, it has its own TV tropes page, so it's legit. <laughs> yeah. Okay, no, no, no. Japanese Soviet animated children's movie. Is that what it says? Yes. <laughs> From 1986. There you go. Got a yeah, got a niche uh, movie. That's it's a genre yeah. there. It's really good. Though. It's really good. Wow. Delightful. Fantasy slash drama. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, there we go. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Some of these trope names: Amazing Technicolor Wildlife. Same. Sure. I mean, we've got like crowning. a pink penguin here. Yeah, yeah. Badass Adorable. <laughs> I love like TV tropes. Food porn? What? Sure. <laughs> oh, they eat crackers at a certain scene. Oh my gosh. The food yeah. in animated well, movies when I was a kid always made me so hungry. <laughs> I think uh, I think another sort of more um, recent guilty pleasure of mine that this one is a little harder to... This one's a little harder to admit. This is a little bit more legitimate of a guilty pleasure. <laughs> is uh, the TV show Once Upon a Time. Oh, oh my goodness, yeah. I watched that one for a while. It got a little... I, uh, yeah, I didn't I, finish, I stopped after the like Frozen business. I just feel like the, the show really crashed and burned right around there. That's, That's what I think. Yeah, I think they got new writers, and it was just written really, really poorly at that point, and so I sort of gave mm-hmm. up on it then. But up until then, I was pretty avid about that show. <laughs> okay, I mean, I honestly think it was really good <laughs> at first. I mean, yeah, I, I think I got to the second season, and it was a little too much for me, but I mean... I mean, uh, okay, so wait, you didn't even get to Captain Hook? Oh, I did, I did. Okay, so maybe... The chemistry. The second Okay, so I must have finished the second. Yeah, him and Emma are all like, mm-hmm. The chemistry uh, between Hook and Emma is off the charts. I don't understand. Like, I've never seen a TV romance uh, that real and true and believable. Like, oh they're like, just together. Wild. It's like, yeah. damn. It's, I mean, and it's uh, so funny because, like, their whole romance develops when, like, Balefire comes back. And it's like, oh, her former love. And is he going to be? A-? But then every time Hook is on screen, it's just like, no, get out the way, Balefire. Yeah. This is Hook's time. Like, get out of here. <laughs> Yes. It's over. Oh. It's over oh, for you. But that, the, the Irish cop, though, that was, like, in season oh, one. Oh, yeah. well, yeah, because, yeah, he was, what, the, um, the huntsman. That's who wolf. he was. No, he was, um. No, the, he was the uh, huntsman the, from the, Red the huntsman. the huntsman, the huntsman. There we go. Yeah. Boom. And he is <laughs> Christian Grey now. I know! When I saw the trailer for that movie, I was like, I might actually watch it just because of him, and then <laughs> it did not go as I had hoped. Yeah. <laughs> well, he has his own show on Netflix as well. He does, yeah. I remember seeing his, his, his face on the cover. Yeah, it's a cop thriller. It's like Diet mm. Animal. Diet Animal. <laughs> <laughs> well, like who needs that? Yeah. I like the, the full fat version. <laughs> yeah, I prefer the full Yeah, exactly. The whole milk version. I don't want that skinny bun. <laughs> yeah. I want the real stuff. No. Give me all the calories in Hannibal. Exactly. Yeah. Please. It's a very appropriate metaphor, I think. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Too appropriate. <laughs> oh, that's hey, by the way, have you watched any more, Alex? No, I still haven't. <laughs> Son, get on it. There's know, only three I seasons. I know. There's I only three seasons. Sec- I only have the second half of the last season left, too. You know, 
Will is the same way. He, <laughs> I think you guys stopped at roughly the same point. Well, because like, that, that oh. midway season thing where it's like, uh-huh. it, they tried to make basically two seasons out of one season. And the second so the half, half is the better one, guys. The second uh, half is the better <laughs> one. Gotta hold on. <laughs> Back to guilty pleasure. <laughs> yeah. I have so no one, guilt on One total, total nice. random thing. Um, so, adults probably don't know what this is, but there's a video Us game called, called Skylanders. What? Oh and... my god! <laughs> I just bought Will Skylanders Imaginators for his it's birthday. so <laughs> fucking... Okay, the game could be better. But the, like, you can create your own, basically, character... Out of pieces of these other, like... Of toys. <laughs> Excuse me? It's amazing. I have... Not the whole set, obviously, oh but... My. Basically, Skyland... I had been watching from afar of, like, gameplay videos of the first games that came out, and I didn't actually buy it until Imaginators came out. So I was like, this is right up my alley. You oh, man. create your own, like, fighter, basically, to... Um, uh, action platforming through this game where you're like I mean, it is a children's and, game. Oh. Like, it is it a is, children's game. It is, so it's very simple. But, it, but <laughs> it's very reminiscent in gameplay of, like, Ratchet and Clank or oh. Jack and Daxter. Yeah, it's I mean, that's what's... Tr- I mean, yeah, believe it or not, Skylanders, in its inception, was a Spyro game. So... Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, Spyro Will's been in on the, since the ground floor. The <laughs> it, it's a heavy investment, though. Because you have to buy the figures. It is oh, the most I... ingenious thing. Yeah, it's like, oh, get... It's like, okay, if it was just downloadable characters that you had to pay money for, people would be like, microtransactions, get out of here with that. But because yeah. you're buying little toys, because they're because little toys, everyone will buy it. And oh, they yeah. do so what they the, did. The more, they made all the money. The more characters in Imaginators are senseis, the more senseis you get, the more powerful your own Imaginators will be. So your character that you create gets more powerful the more toys you buy. Done. <laughs> you got me. It is the most ingenious yeah. freaking scheme ever. Like they're oh, yeah, they evil. Have they have evil. If they were to release like an expansion, I'd be like, okay, how many figures do I need to buy? Yeah. And they kept putting on sale at Target too, so I was like, oh, oh and that's for, not fair. three for two. I have to get three yeah. now. <laughs> It'd be a waste not to. I mean, <laughs> although I, I did um, think I did I did sort of have the thought of oh I could just because they they scan even inside the box. Oh. So you don't have to open them. So I thought oh you, can you dastardly them. fiend! I That's... didn't return them though. I'm not evil. Okay, I you. I should have, but I didn't. <laughs> Your conscience won out. <laughs> and, and luckily, nobody listens to this podcast, and so nobody will. Re- nobody will know your secret dies <laughs> just here. Wait. Just wait, you release it, and then you get like an email one day. Like, two two yeah. weeks later, it's like a, a an article. Sued by Sony. <laughs> Sued, Sued by, by Sony. Sony. Yes. We know Alex. <laughs> and Target. Yeah. <laughs> it just snowballs. <laughs> Goodness so major major publicity for my book. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you got a scandal, and then everyone's listening to our podcast. I think you should get sued by Sony. Yeah, wait a minute. For the team, you need. To... <laughs> Let's make this happen. Uh, well, uh, speaking of video games, I think 
I've got a couple of video game guilty pleasures. I think the biggest one, though, is probably The Sims. Oh, Specifically The Sims yes. 3. I the can't Sims play The Sims 3 was best one. Like, yeah. Yeah, The Sims 4, the graphics were weird. Uh, it was weird. So it's all 100... I bought a new computer specifically. Like, I was like, I need oh, a new no. computer. I know. I'll make sure to get the one that has the specs so I can play The Sims 4, because that's coming out in a couple of months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I hate The Sims 4. It's the worst. Oh, my God. <laughs> but I The know. Sims 3, I've got, like, every expansion. Like, I've logged more hours than I care to know <laughs> playing that game. I oh, think I my, my longest... I once sat down. It was, you know... During it was like just after college, and I wasn't doing anything. And I sat down and I played The Sims for ten straight hours. Ooh, yeah, that's probably that sounds about right. Uh, <laughs> I would play all can't... day. It's bad. You can't stop. No, you need ridiculous. all the things. You need all the stuff. You need all the things. In her apartment, I... uh, sophomore year of college, Allie would just squat on the floor in front of our. <laughs> coffee table and yes. she would just like set up and it would just uh-huh. be the same stay no and this is wherein wherein lies the guilt i would not only be sitting there playing the sims but i would be multitasking and watching like bad chick flicks so i mean like he's just oh not that in you yes. and you know stuff like that so i'm watching a movie that i've seen a thousand times already that's not even that great and i'm playing the sims and i'm like oh it's bad i, <laughs> I can do that for our next subject yeah i must say i must say like i'm so happy alex has brought us together because i feel like i'm talking to myself yes i love this i know when you said the sims i was like yes queen (laughs) so true though i mean it's it's hard because it's like you get so sucked into it and you don't think it's that weird and then you go and talk to somebody and you're like guess what i did today and they're like what and you're like i had three kids one of them drowned in a pool, and we made a cemetery in the backyard, and they're like, what is going on? Like, you, lose, you lose track of real time. Exactly! Like, you lose track of it! Like, what is it? You play long enough, you forget. No, yeah, the, the shot, oh my gosh, the music is the best part. I used I to have it on my phone. It's, like, really relaxing. And oh, like, man, a friend of mine recently posted up The Sims 1 build music, and I was oh. like, <gasps> My childhood, like it's just such beautiful, peaceful piano music. I've never heard anything so calming in my life. It was right, incredible. and it's got the nostalgia attached to it. So you listen, and you're just everything's great. Everything's oh, great. I was in a you're eight years old again. Like, like every like, <laughs> like every night, I'm in a YouTube hole. But somebody was like doing some sort of playthrough of The Sims Online. Oh, do you remember mm. that? Yeah, I remember when it came out, what but I we didn't polar bear. We didn't have internet, so we like couldn't. I it was, uh, couldn't play it. I just didn't even it's bother. So I I did not. I could it not. It was very strange. I had it for a very brief amount of time. It was. Oh, it, I had a really bad computer, so it didn't work. But <laughs> it, it's very strange. Oh my god. Yeah. No, I totally like lost. Like in multi-hour gaming sessions, like I'll get into like Sims life mode, and then for a second I'll like think about my own life and be like. Whoa. Like, <laughs> I, like my brain is in a totally different state right now. Like, you're, you're like, I'm in a different world. Yeah, you're like, I have that promotion coming up, and then you're like, I have to clean the toilets. I have to, like, I know, and then you're like, oh, you're, right. Yeah, I have my own real life job. Yeah, you're like, I don't have to do any of Is it called Tetris Syndrome or something like that? 
where as you're falling asleep at night, if you played a video game too long in the day, you dream about the the game. Oh, that is, that's why I can't actually play Tetris because yeah. when I did that when I first discovered it, I played for hours because it was so much fun, and then I would see the Tetris shapes no, on the ceiling and I couldn't an sleep. That's an actual yeah, thing. It's terrible. It happens to me when I play a certain video game for like more than five. Oh hours. my god! Look at it. millennial problems. This is terrible. <laughs> Wow. But you uh, you wanted to talk about chick flicks? I think... Oh, chick I mean, flicks. Okay. Yes. <laughs> there's one... We talked about this earlier, and there's one that he thinks should be a guilty pleasure, and I think it is a genuinely quality it, movie. It's so good, but... All right. Okay, okay but Ridley Scott produced it, so I think that... <laughs> he also produced I, her, her movie. I will arbitrate. Prometheus was a beautiful film. <laughs> I, I think so, but most people don't. Whoa. No, the plot was terrible, but it was There's pretty. a guilty pleasure for you. <laughs> there you I go. know, the Alien series, oof. I mean, I just... Okay, I the honestly, first two are very uh, good. Yes, those are two classics. Are very good. But what is this chick flick? Tell me. Oh, yeah, so oh yes. <laughs> Sorry. So, um, back to that. It's called In Her Shoes. And okay, yes. Yeah, you know, it's got Cameron Diaz Cameron and Diaz. Tony Collette. Oh, Tony Collette. Um, she is a dream. She is right? a dream. It's so lovely, and it's like they're, they're, they're sisters, but they have, they're yeah. totally different, as, as happens occasionally. Um, I believe I've seen it once. Oh, okay, there we go. I have at least one copy. I watched it, I think, about three weeks ago. I, I was the most recent. I watch it frequently. <laughs> it's also on HBO wow. right now, I think. I want to say. Oh, interesting. I know it's on Netflix because that's how I watched it. Oh, Netflix. There we go. Netflix. There you go. Um, but it's also like an intro to poetry movie. Oh, it definitely <laughs> is because they're reading like. Um, they're reading E.E. E. Cummings. E.E. E. Cummings. My yeah. favorite Elizabeth Bishop poem. I cry <laughs> every time. And every poem Cameron Diaz reads in this movie will make you fall. Well, but it's also... I carry my heart. I yeah. carry it in your heart. Well, in the way in which she is reading them in the scenario, it just... I cry. If you don't read that at my wedding... You're ruining the surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, planning on doing it because I don't know about that. <laughs> We've seen this movie together too many times. Too many times. It was our movie, apart from what was our other favorite? Um, Love and Other Disasters. Oh, Love and Other Disasters. That's a good one with Brittany Murphy. It's oh, Brittany. That everyone oh, must her. watch. I do too. She was such because a good she's basically what's it a rip? It's a rip off of um, Hollywood Lightly. Um, Breakfast at Tiffany's. It's like oh, the is whole it? thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, and it's like a movie that's aware of itself because of like it's I like guess, a movie that's being written as you watch it. Yeah, and so it's a little cheesy, but yeah, she's like that's this. the one I physically do own two copies of. Yeah, I think one of which. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I pick it back, please. No, um, but what, yeah, what can we talk about? Uh, chick flicks and like why we sort of think of them as guilty pleasure. Well, for me personally, so this is just, I think, totally me. Um, <laughs> I can be a bit of a movie snob, even though I do like terrible movies. And the acting in some of these movies, these chick flicks, especially like I watched, what was that, Mother's Day? I watched that one most recently because yeah. I needed a chick flick. And it's terrible, you know? Like, it looked not, really bad. It was really bad. <laughs> That one is the diet Paris Chatem. Yes, exactly. Extra diet, like calorie free. And off brand. Yes, off brand. Oh, there we go. Not even Kirkland, like like, Albertson. Yeah, not even Kroger. Not even. We're just bottom shelf. (laughs) Oh my goodness. But yeah, so for that, I watch them and I'm like, I know it's not a quality movie. 
but there are certain emotions that they get out of me somehow, even though the acting's terrible and like the stories that Oh, and like, you don't you know, think you're hooked and then And then you are. It's just immediate. You're like <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You're just and there's always something. Like they're so good at uh, like yeah. you know, so many Yes, I people. love you. I yes, I love you. I haven't seen it all the way uh, through, but I know people absolutely Yeah, my mom's it. obsessed with it. She I watches it all the time. So I I, I saw it in the theater with my mom, and we both spent the entire duration of the film weeping. Oh! In the theater! Like, yes. the moment that we felt we could pull ourselves together, we immediately began crying about something else. Like, the movie is timed out specifically so that as soon as you're done crying, yeah. you will start you crying start about again. something else. Oh, like, that's masterful. <laughs> we wept the entire time. Oh, my goodness. It's Jared oh. Butler, man. Oh yeah, you can't. <laughs> he says I love, too. Oh, I love. I know it's amazing what those movies can do to you, like, and especially you have to really be watching the whole thing because, mm-hmm. like, the well, some of them, honestly, the Notebook. I think I've seen that one gets me every single time at the end. You know, like, spoiler alert when they're just like lying in bed together and you, it, it just kills me. And so I'll walk in and somebody will be watching the ending and I start crying. <laughs> <laughs> your trigger it's, yeah I just, it's so good I just know and that one Nicholas Sparks okay there we go that's a huge guilty pleasure because I mean <laughs> they are the same plot they're all in like North Carolina and <laughs> it's just on the beach with a bunch of white people and like somebody's gonna die and maybe <laughs> like, disease yeah exactly and there's like a love story and you're just they're oh, all the same that's Taylor Schilling she, who nobody knew at the time. <laughs> now we all have that taste in mouth. I know. Of her from Orange is oh the New gosh, Black. Yes. I think that Orange is the New Black could be a guilty pleasure to some people. It could too. because when I talk about it, a lot of people are like, do you watch that show? You're right. I, I love it, though. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's so popular, but yeah, it, well, that's popular, what's hard. But, but people it's, are so... They have um, very strong opinions about it. Very strong opinions. Yeah. 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 You meet people Especially and they're not just like... Well, it's okay. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I think a weird one of mine that I've gotten into, like, super hard lately, and I'm not sure if it's a guilty pleasure. I mean, it's definitely a weird thing. I think a mm-hmm. lot of people would find it really bizarre. Um, is, uh, true crime, especially the podcast My Favorite oh. Murder. Oh, um, the genre of true crime. Okay. Oh, yes. Okay. I was thinking of, yeah. um, there's True couple, Detective? Yeah, that came to my mind. There's a couple shows. I don't watch a lot of, like, Law and Order or anything like that. Yeah. But um, there's um, American Crime, mm-hmm. which is on ABC, I believe. Mm-hmm. And it's so okay. intense. It's on Netflix now. But it's mm-hmm. like... Well, I think I need to watch it. Uh, yes. But, yes. you know, I, I, I started listening to My Favorite Murder um, a mm-hmm. while ago. And I am obsessed i mean mm. it's a podcast i recommend it to anybody with a strong stomach uh Ooh, <laughs> because okay. basically it's just these uh these two women um karen uh kilgariff and georgia hardstark and they are friends who love the stories of murders and so they each come prepared every episode with the story of a murder or a murderer or you know a serial murder and they just 
tell the other one about it. Uh, yeah. And yeah, we're, so they we're just take turns. Podcast cherry right now. Yeah. <laughs> so Welcome. So I know. I have. I mean, there's a few like the girls I work with in the lab. We all listen to podcasts. So I'm like, I'm getting there. I know like Freakonomics and all the big ones, but this is oh. Well, welcome to the fold. No, my Thank favorite murder you. is so so good. Um, I mean, it's super morbid like it's really but like yes. they try to be respectful and they're very much about like uh acknowledging the victims and like making sure that it's about cool. you know that it's their story and you don't glorify the murderer oh, I love um, yeah. but it's really fascinating definitely morbid a lot of fun so like i've gotten just super hard into like murder <laughs> okay wait no i'm actually really glad that you brought that up because when i was younger um that was totally something i was embarrassed of like i a good example so freshman year of high school we had to do a book report yeah um everybody did like i don't know books like speak and all these cute books about teenage well, well, it's, not cute. Cute. <laughs> it's not a cute book sorry that's not a good example but you know they would do yeah. books about like love stories and you know yeah, typical yeah, YA books, books and... right? Exactly. And so I did In Cold Blood by Truman Capote. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! Yeah, because it was fascinating, and I love that stuff. Like, I read Helter Skelter when I was, like, 17. I was this weird kid obsessed with murder stories, and I I didn't really share it with people because I thought they think I was insane. You know? need to check out my favorite murder. Yes, it sounds like it. It's really good. It's really, yeah. really good. I mean, and they're just so funny um, because they're they're both comedians. Um, and they're just these really oh. hilarious sort of ditzy girls. And so it really tempers the sort of icky, somber tone of the whole thing because they're oh, both like, it. oh, my God, Jesus Christ. Like, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, they say all kinds of funny, funny stuff. They're they're really fun. Uh, so it's it strikes a really good balance there in tone, uh, and they're cool people. So, yeah, for sure, that's a podcast recommendation and a guilty pleasure. Like, I don't want to call it a guilty pleasure because it's like, no, I support what they do and it's super duper cool and I'm a big fan. But yeah, yeah it's kind of weird. Like, it's weird. But because murder, like, <laughs> it's, a, it's a weird thing to be into. Yeah, I understand completely. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. Um, I have another genre of uh, guilty pleasure. Oh, yeah? Um, Competition reality shows. Oh. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay, so we've got... (laughs) Which ones are you all about? Face Off on Sci-Fi. That's uh, the makeup one. Moving makeup. Yeah. Okay. That was super cool. So good. (laughs) Um, Another similar one is Skin Wars. Mm-hmm. Which RuPaul is a judge on. It's also, um, it might still be on Netflix. <clears throat> Face Off is not. Um, uh, Project Runway. Mm. Of course. A classic. Uh, in the past, very much so, Top Model. Mm. That was the thing. That one I that one never watched one. because I thought it would be stupid. Oh. But then the photography the, parts the, and it's like. It's so interesting and beautiful. Yeah, and then there's like a little bit of drama. Yeah, but it's not, <laughs> a little dash of drama. Although, although in the newer seasons when they did the men and the women, those were mostly drama. Yeah, boys in the house. Boy, boys in the house. <laughs> yeah, that always, <laughs> always mixes things up a little bit. But I, I've, I've probably seen every season. Nice. Which, you know, I'm. I would, that one's definitely a guilty pleasure because, especially you know, as a man, yeah, you're not supposed to. Mm-hmm. Love that, you know, yeah, I love it though. 
I'm very fond of the Great British Baking Show. <gasps> we watched one episode together, and it changed my life. Like, it makes you they're so, all so cute. I I I binge right? that it's, show, it's and then I had to go and buy a cake mix and make cupcakes because I I had to do it. You have to do it. You can't. No, you're like after it's just so positive. need it. Well, yeah, and they're also they're you know, so when you nice. lose, you're not like they're not like oh get out of and, like, You know, they all contestant. talk and they're supportive and. They help each other out. They're like, hey, I've got some extra time. Is there anything I can do for you? Mm-hmm. Like, they don't want to drag each other down. They're yeah. all very supportive and helpful to each other, and that's it's, so it's nice. Like, like, I love Chopped, but it is cutthroat. Well, like, can you imagine Mary Berry being a bitch? Like, no. somebody with <laughs> that name? Mary Berry. <laughs> Mary Berry. Fair enough. She's so cute. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that one. I gotta say, though, I gotta go OG with this one. Oh, I... Yeah. Love BattleBots. <laughs> Do you guys remember BattleBots? That is That's really a really I know, I know, I know, right? I uh, loved it. That was good. Yeah, a while back, I was like, "Oh yeah, BattleBots is a thing." And Will and I went on YouTube and we watched a bunch of old BattleBots, and it's so rad! Like it's the <laughs> coolest thing ever. It got really lame though once people realized that the way to win is just to make a flipper arm. It's yeah. like, no, make the big saw, make the flamethrower. Like, yeah, those things don't work, but that's fun to watch. Just flip yeah, exactly. the other bot over. Like, yeah, you win, but at what cost? It's right. So, it's, <laughs> it's not fun to watch. Got, Where is the entertainment? What was the quote from that clip we were watching earlier? It's like, it's got height, it's got drama. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Everything you need. <laughs> I think they yeah. brought it back for a short amount of time. They did. It did yeah, sounds... uh, last yeah, just sad. Yeah. It didn't last. Like yeah, many really things in the 90s, it, it came and it left. The 90s was a very, although, yeah, it would seem it's coming back, which I'm very excited about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. Well, Alan's yeah, back I really in, like... in, in the United States after basically a year abroad. And so today mm-hmm. while we were out just hanging out and shopping, I was showing her all of the new 90s trends. But it was crazy because oh, okay. it's like, yeah, you see all the 90s things, but then we went to the sunglass area and it was like stuff out of Star Wars. So I've got like 90s and then future. <laughs> and it was like, it was like that episode of Spongebob, you know, with like Squidward where he's like, future! Future! Like, was me. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> oh man, that's gotta be bizarre. Like I hadn't thought of that. So oh man, because yeah... Will and I are planning on going out of the country next year for Ooh. for a year. Um, we are planning on going to teach in Japan. Oh, cool! And uh, so I hadn't even thought about that like scenario of being yeah, it's, like it's out weird. of touch with American culture. Yeah, I didn't think about it, well, but luckily I just luckily Allie had me. Yeah, I made a playlist. Oh, a delightful playlist. It was beautiful. <laughs> the music. Very and well I, curated. And I, and I gave her a meme download. Yes, <laughs> reclaiming my time. <laughs> so many good ones. But that's the thing. I'm not no. good at keeping up with it, especially when I'm like trying. You, you try to immerse yourself in the culture that you're within. So I mean, everything's been Chilean for so long, which I love. Um, but you know, I'd come back here and I didn't know what a, a fidget spinner was. <laughs> like they had to describe oh, everything. Oh man! <laughs> yeah. I missed so many little things. Yeah. You're, you're both not missing out on anything and missing out on everything. I know, it's right. It's like nothing's super important, but at the same time, everything. <laughs> everything is different. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that kind of, that brings me to another idea of like the sort of weird internet stuff, guilty pleasure. Oh. 
Because, like, okay, I found this thing. Will showed me this thing the other day that is the craziest. Um, this guy. I, I don't know if he's... He might be Brazilian. He might be Mexican. I'm not entirely sure. He calls himself Le Tongue. And he is this, like, old, fat Latino man who sings English language songs but doesn't speak English. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, and he does this, know, like, very yeah. ironically. Like, it's so, supposed to be very funny because he yeah. makes these really dorky, hilarious music videos to go along with it. Oh, where he's, like, wonderful. dancing around and being all crazy. And it's all, like, you know, alien dancing gifs, like, edited <laughs> in. Like, it's all very self aware and funny on purpose. But oh, okay. he cannot speak English. And so he's, like, singing, um, I don't know, like, Justin Bieber and. A system of a down and like just oh, everything yeah <laughs> and it's and it's really really funny like just look up tongo and then like a, th a bunch of songs will go it's the funniest thing it's super duper weird like it's super <laughs> weird so like for someone like me i see it and i'm like this is the funniest thing i've ever seen in my life but yeah. like you show somebody else and they're gonna be like this is atrocious and crazy <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, why are you showing me this? Um, what is this? What am I looking at? For strangeness of the internet, I was the only person that I knew that ventured onto Vine, <laughs> and I would just show everybody everything I found. Which I loved, absolutely. Just wow. all the weird Vines. Yes. And I miss it so much. I know. It would, like, be the perfect way to decompress from a day, just to, like, cackle at these strange six seconds exactly. of, of film. Yeah, I miss Vine. I miss Vine. That was a good time. Most of the Viners have gone to YouTube, but it's not the same. No, it's really No. You can't... It, a Vine star and a YouTube star are like a different breed of people. Once you cross over, it's different. It's not the well, same. Well, there's something about that amount of time. I don't yeah, know. the like, constraint. Like, yeah, exactly. It, it's, yeah, the constraint makes people more creative. It helps. Yeah, exactly. Whereas YouTube, it's like, there's no constraints anymore other than... Not cursing if you want to get monetized. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and even then. And even then. And that's not very funny. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> that's not very funny. Uh, Doesn't have quite the ring to it. Um, oh, now I'm thinking of like all those great vines, like the inflatable cow dancing and the inflatable T-Rex. Oh, oh, no. Oh, that's the my absolute favorite was the one where he's like, that's a T-Rex. And then it's the <laughs> girl in the costume and she's like running in the music from Jurassic Park. Like, da, da, da. I don't know. <laughs> Glorious. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There's some weird stuff on the internet for sure. <laughs> yeah, my mine is not very recent. It was definitely I'm gonna say freshman year of high school. But David Firth, um, he was this British guy. I, I can't remember if we found out if this was true or not, but I'm pretty sure he would do a lot of drugs and make these little animated cartoons. So he did Salad Fingers. I don't know if you guys have heard of that Oh, one. God, yeah. Salad Fingers. He's the Salad Fingers guy. Okay. Yeah, no, I know yeah, yeah. About. yeah, no, so that's like his most popular one, but then he did a ton yeah. of other ones, and they are the weirdest yeah. things I've ever seen, but I was obsessed with them. Like, we would all sit around, and it was like a group of four or five of us, and we'd just watch them and just be completely weirded out, but we couldn't stop, and I loved it. And I tell people now about Salad Fingers, and they're like, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> How did they miss Salad Fingers? 
they were Like, not... I thought everybody watched Salad Fingers in middle school. I thought so, too, but apparently they just weren't living life as they should have lived. Because well, I remember Salad Fingers being a kind of a thing, sort of like in elementary school with, like, Warheads candy. It's like, I dare you to do this. Yeah. Like, I dare you, yeah. you know, you dare kids to eat the Warhead. You dare somebody to watch Salad yeah. Fingers. Like, That's exactly are how you I brave enough? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even, even deeper but, and further back in time, it makes me think of, like, E-Bomb's World. Yeah, all that stuff. Oh, man. Like, I guess those were, like, pre-memes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, those were, yeah, the sort of proto-meme, like, Pro-meme. weird. I just, I was recently reminded. Okay, did you guys ever watch the web cartoon Blockhead? No. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. He was, like, a little, he was, like, a yellow smiley face guy. Um, and he, the, the whole conceit was that he was just, like, really idiotic, and then there was this old man in an armchair in his head that was, like, his conscience or something, I don't know, but basically, like, he would just be an idiot, and then his, like, conscience man was, like, very frustrated with him, and, like, huh? want to die, uh, <laughs> that was basically the series, it was, like, a ten-episode nice. series, nice. uh, but I, I, it came back to me, because, like, there's just this line from it that always stuck in my head for some reason. Um, there's, like, the tongs are a running gag in it. Like, there's just advertisements for tongs, and, like, there's just tongs at the store. And so, I don't know. It's just the <laughs> early internet stuff. But yeah. uh, it's just early web cartoons. But there's this line. There's, like, a commercial, and there's this old woman voice that says, I use tongs to cook my meals. And... <laughs> <laughs> my brother was taking some tongs out of the dishwasher, and I just said that. And then we were both like, whoa, where did that come from? And I was like, what was that even from? And we had to, like, sort out where that line yes. even came from. I love it when moments like that happen. Like, like the first time I remembered bananas in pajamas, you know, since, like, oh, the 90s. I was yeah. like, why do I have that image in my head? Bananas in pajamas. It makes me think of, like, um, so at, at work we only get, like, really weird shows on our TV in the break room. Like, the station Laugh, <laughs> L-A-F-F. It only plays three shows. <laughs> In the mornings, it's Drew Carey. Oh, in okay. the evenings, as in the it's sitcom The Drew Carey Show. Yes. Yes. In the evenings, it's Night Court. Night Court. <laughs> and then in the late evenings, it's um, Roseanne. Oh yes. <laughs> Those are the only that shows is... played all day, every day. Bizarre. It's so strange. But I was. I don't remember where I was going with this. <laughs> Were you enjoying it? You feel bad about it as <laughs> well? Drew Carey is definitely like I loved it. When oh, it I did too. It's loved so it. yeah. strange. Like yeah. the episode last night was like an eagle flies into his house and like makes roost there, and so like they can't get it out because it's what? protected now because the eagle's there. Oh. <laughs> and then I'm remembering Mimi, the oh. villain at his office. Yeah. She's well, it's girl. crazy to me that Icon. that Craig Dude, Ferguson Icon. was on that show. Right? And oh, he was such a small right. part on it, too. Oh, He's not even yeah. in most episodes. And then Ryan Stiles. Oh. Yep. Yeah, Ryan Stiles. Stiles. Man. I got, to, I got to see him in person up in Bellingham. Did you guys ever see him? I never got to see him, but actually I met him a couple times because I, um, I used to work at Woods Coffee. Oh. And yeah, and so I work at the one in the Hagen store, and then the one at Boulevard Park, and those are like really. Oh, busy. I love the Boulevard Park one. Oh, I know, right? It's beautiful. Um, and I didn't recognize him at first because I mean, you know, he looks pretty normal, and he like wears a hat, and he would always get this like the the largest decaf latte, 
And I like <laughs> bent over to get a cup and then it clicked and I was like, oh shit, that's Ryan Styles. <laughs> and I like looked up at him and he's just like, you need to tell her who else you met. Oh my god. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So I don't watch the show, but I still freaked out. Um, I've seen a few episodes and so I understand who he is. Um, so one day we're sitting there and I'm on the coffee bar, which is like right next to the register and I'm making mochas or what have you. And I look up and this guy looks abnormally handsome. Like, you know, like, I know what you're gonna say. Are you? <laughs> Oh no, I oh, wish. No. Oh, I actually would oh, have Oh, you died. did it? No, because oh, he I, I was around oh. all the time. <gasps> he was what? How did I not know? He shops he shops at the Bellingham Target. I worked at the Bellingham Target. Oh, I would How have did I not died. I was a huge Torchwood fan. <gasps> yeah, no, because he cause he lives in Canada, right? He lives in Vancouver and sometimes uh, he comes down to Washington to shop at Target. He was probably buying that. Uh, no, who did you see then? No, okay, so who did you see? Who was who's saw... another abnormally handsome man? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, he just like looks like an actor. You know, he kind of had that vibe to him. And yeah. you know, we take the names for the cups, and I was like, oh my god, that's Misha Collins. And he, she's like, what's your what? name? And he, yeah. <laughs> and he said Misha, and I was like, somebody's either messing with me or that's actually Misha Collins. And it was, it was. We talked to him, Wait, and then became. What? Yeah, and they became regulars. Him and his wife are like the coolest people, and they were trying to find a house in Bellingham, so they came in every week. We were on like a what? name basis with them. It was so great. <laughs> I can't believe that. That's so <laughs> good. Right? I know. It was so frustrating because none of my coworkers knew who he was. So I thought what? I was crazy, and I was running around. I was like, is that Misha Collins? And they were like, what? Yeah, and luckily my friend was sitting out in the like lobby area, and I peeked over, and I was like, "Did you see that?" And he's like, "Yes, that was not a dream." And he's and I go out there and I scream at him, and then he's like, "I'm sitting next to his wife," and I like look over, and she's just laughing because I've been having this just like geek moment, <laughs> just dying. Oh my god! No, he uh, seems like a super cool guy. He's yeah, he's interesting. He's like a he's very reserved, but he's pretty chill. I love his wife. You would honestly. be. Honestly, I can't imagine he would have to be reserved because it's like he's that he's in the sort of show where like the fans are often very rabid. Great. And so he's gotta like guard <laughs> himself. I know, I Like I imagine, imagine that like it's kind of a learned last. behavior to <laughs> No, exactly. I'm sure he's learned. just ready for it, you know, he's waiting for people like myself um to <laughs> just like you're not even a fan of the show. And I'm not even I know, I'm not even that rabbit of a fan, but he's the most famous person I've ever met, so I just like almost man, passed out. <laughs> speaking of guilty pleasures, supernatural, man. <laughs> okay, I but it's a good show. That one for a while. The episode that have was seen, a good well, show. In the past it was a good show. Yeah, no, it it uh oh, no. it got not as good. That's another one that I just sort of petered out on. Is it still going? Still going for real? Yeah. yeah. See, and that's not a good sign. That's not. It shouldn't be. No. Like better better to have the second <laughs> season or the first season not even complete, like um, uh, Firefly, than to you oh, know Firefly. be like. I've come to terms with Firefly. That. I believe that it is what it is because well, it, it lasted so longer because of that. So well, that's yeah. the thing. Whereas at some it, point, it's supernatural. It's going to be forgotten about because it's, exactly, it's just going to be written to death. Oh my gosh, staring itself slowly. There's yeah. a movie about this very thing. Um, speaking of things, <laughs> it's called what is it called? It's like um, frequently asked questions about time travel. 
Um, <laughs> I don't, I've never met anybody else who's seen it. I only watched it because it's got, um, what's his face in it? Um, Lenny Hill. Basically, the plot is like there's this group of people in the future who go back in time and kill people before they ruin their fame. So, like, <laughs> an example, they would have come back and, like, killed the writers of Firefly to stop it before it gets bad. And so, like, the main characters in the movie write this book. And, or, maybe it's a song, I can't remember. It's been a minute. But, you know, so, like, they write this thing and it's, like, their masterpiece. And so the group comes it back in time to kill them before they can ruin it. <laughs> And it's really good. They just get like stuck in this weird like time travel problem. And it's got it's got the Irish cop from Bridesmaids in it. Um <laughs> and I love him. I can't remember you know the guy from the IT crowd. Ah. Chris O'Donnell. Chris O'Dowell. Chris O'Dowell. Chris O'Dowell. There we go. Yeah. We made it. Good job, team. <laughs> um <laughs> Yes. But anywho, that's a random offshoot. Um <laughs> Yeah. Um, sometimes. Like, just stop. <laughs> you got a good thing. You got to cut it off. And yeah. unfortunately, that happens. Like once upon a time. Oh, yes. Should have been stopped a little earlier, I think. <laughs> the, the, the writers are just, please stop us. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Please. Please stop kill us. Yeah. Kill us. <laughs> oh. 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 Well, on that note, it may be time to wrap up. I think so. I'm sure we can talk. We could never end this, but... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I feel like we've sort of sufficiently aired out the closets and, you know, shown the world our true faces. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, now we can can talk with impunity about whatever we want because we told everybody all of our embarrassing stuff. Exactly. (laughs) We're done. (laughs) We're good. Okay. Yeah, because, like, I mean, but for real, though, because, like, I, you know, I, we call these guilty pleasures, but, like, I got no shame about this stuff. Like, other people might think I'm weird for liking whatever, but I'm happy with the stuff I like, and I don't, you know. Same. I mean, no guilty me... pleasures. Yeah, exactly. It, it took me until I was, what, like, 22 to start really not caring. But well, I, 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 think, I, think it's, it's, I think it's partially growing up and, like, realizing that you're not entirely whatever society says you have well, to be. Well, right, exactly. And you realize that other people have opinions, and that's okay. And <laughs> you, you like what you like. And if you know it's stupid, and that's okay. Yeah, and if it makes you happy, then why feel bad about it? Like, life's too, it's cliche, but life's too friggin' short. Like, just yeah. like what you like, as long as it's not hurting anybody, and you're good. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. kind of yeah, definitely, definitely. Though, I, I, I gotta say, it definitely has helped growing up um, in a time now where, like, nerdy stuff is cool. That's a thing. Like, I know. I love it that nerds got popular because that was... Yeah, that's what even is their time? Yeah, yeah, but now they're too powerful. That's true. Yeah, true. <laughs> uh, they, they need we to learn a lesson it. from Spider-Man. They, they have to yeah. learn the lesson from Spider-Man. So. With great power comes from... Exactly. Great response. Like, come on, nerds. This is this is your own people talking. You need to listen. Yeah. Listen to them, please. <laughs> listen to Sam Raimi. <laughs> okay. That's enough of that. I think I think it's time to say goodbye. Adieu. That does it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to us on YouTube if you absolutely love us and like us if you just kind of like us. Also follow us on Twitter at LitMeritPod. And thanks to Jonathan Colton for the use of our theme song, Fraud, from his album, Artificial Heart. Until next time, remember... No, no guilty, guilty pleasures. pleasures.